You are listening to Activate Evolution, a gateway to infinite possibilities with Jules Arnas. Is your soul craving and longing to remember your path and your mission? Are you ready to activate your evolution? Connect to your heart, take a deep breath, and start your journey to infinite possibilities. Blessing So Family, this is Jules, and this is Activate Evolution Live Interactive Show. And today we're going to talk about how we can use abstract frequency to amplify our intuitive powers. So before we go into abstract frequency, let's just define what an intuitive power is. So we all have heard of intuition and intuition is our ability to receive information that is beyond our normal thought programming and thought programming are those programs that we either have learned and we kind of go through the filing cabinet in order to retrieve information, or it's something that we kind of subconsciously run in order to reflect in on a, an experience. And we use the information through the past in order to identify a situation in the present or project it into the future. An intuition is the ability to receive information outside of our programming or those filing cabinets. When we go into the mastery of our intuitive powers, we'll find that there's actually three levels of intuition. And I'm sure that there's more, but these are the ones that we're going to be working with today or just as we continue to evolve as as humans, as we tap into this information that we're able to receive outside of our programming. So the first level is what I call the level one intuitive power, and it is more based in primal response. It is the intuition or the hits that we get more in that third chakra level. It normally is based on keeping us safe. It also is based on bringing us out of fear and that initial space that we can move into that has the ability to start to connect us into the divine frequency. Because it is more based in that primal response, the information that we're able to receive in the level one superpower, though, is very, very powerful because we're at least moving outside of our programming. It is limited in that it kind of will still bring in some reflection of survival in order to receive the information. An example of this would be going into a room and a lot of you uh, probably are impasse that are listening to this or receive information through senses or feelings or even better said, emotion. And when you walk into a room, whether you're aware of it or not, you're picking up on the energies of your environment. And if we're not completely conscious of what's happening in that moment, most often will actually attune to the lowest frequency in the room because primal response is running the intuition in order to find the biggest threat to keep you safe. And then we leave the room and wonder why we feel exhausted. (laughs) 
when we are, have the ability to know that we're doing this, once we recognize the lowest frequency in the room, we actually have a choice of whether or not it's an actual threat and can pull back our energy and move back into what I call our home frequency and enjoy the experience through the expression of that frequency instead of having to match the frequency of the environment of the room. This is when we start to kind of master that first level of intuitive power is when we start to be able to receive the information, create a choice around that information, and then move back into full expression of our truth instead of connecting to the information and hanging out in that frequency. I just, I feel like everybody that's listening probably has some sort of experience that they can connect to what I've just said. When we start to move into the second level of our intuitive powers is when we are able to abstract the information pretty much right away. And we don't have to go through the process of whether or not we're safe in order to receive the information. This becomes more of the experience of of receiving downloads. So whether that download is through something that you're seeing, something that you're hearing, you just know it, or you're sensing it, but you're able to receive the information without it going through a primal response or through the response of whether or not this is keeping me safe. And then of course, when we move into the mastery of the super intuitive powers is when intuition actually becomes our experience of thought, meaning that we're using the intelligence that our intuition is moving into in order to express it without using programming of the mind. This is the new human experience when our intuition actually becomes our thought, though it won't feel the way thought feels to us now. So now that we've kind of defined intuitive powers, you can see how we would want to use them in order to bypass programming altogether. And with practice, we can do that. So one of my favorite ways of practicing our intuitive powers is to receive information through abstract frequency. An abstract frequency is a frequency that we haven't yet identified within. One of the easiest ways to call in an abstract frequency is through intention. And most of you that are listening have had the experience of trying to manifest an intention. When it's done correctly, we can use intention to create abstract frequency. So when we first identify what it is that we want to manifest, we can place a, what I call a soft intention, meaning that we put into thought what it is that we're intending to create. And in that moment, if we can let it go and not define it anymore than creating the intention itself, the intention creates a frequency pattern that has an intelligence. A lot of times when we are trying to manifest, we'll go looking or searching for evidence that our intention is coming through. And this is when we start to create interference within the intention. So instead of going through the filing cabinet, trying to find ways to bring our intention into form, we can use our intuitive powers to connect to the 
abstract frequency or the frequency of the intention that we haven't yet identified in and still receive information outside of our programming. So how do we do this? (laughs) Well, my favorite way, and I would say the easiest way is to let yourself consciously attune to the frequency of your intention. So the next time, and we could all do this together, just gently bring something in that you are wanting to bring into form. And then as soon as you do that, you'll, if you're really sensitive to this immediately, you'll be connecting to your level one intuitive power. So you're either going to feel it, you're going to hear it, feel, sense it. You may just know that a shift happened in your body. So now let's do it again and be really sensitive to the shift of when you first bring in your intention. So for me, I can feel it bubbling up through my third chakra. And because I'm able to move it outside of my primal intuition, it starts to expand through my heart. And then it moves up the back of my head and kind of ends right at the the back part of my brain. And because I can feel exactly what's happening in my body, what I will do next is I will actually attune my body because I just had the shift. I was aware of the shift. I'm aware that the frequency of my intention has been downloaded in my body in some way by using my level one intuitive power. So whether it's thought, feeling, you put dis- describe it in whatever way that it, it works for you. Then we can bring it into our level two because we've already had the experience of it in our level one. So our level two is the ability to connect to that frequency and create thought outside of whether or not it's going to keep us safe. Because we already know that just by calling in a frequency of our intention that we're not going to die in this moment, (laughs) that we are safe by bringing in an intention. So we can bypass the level one superpower and move it into the level two. Well, my favorite way to do that is then to attune the brain to hold that frequency. So now allow yourself to go back into your intention and let it fill the back part of your brain. And just feel what that feels like. Just notice whether you're seeing it, sensing it. Some of you may hear it. And now notice how it's starting to kind of activate and create an energetic pattern. We're gonna let that energetic pattern move into the spinal fluid and run down through your spine. Now the spinal fluid, the fluid that your brain is floating in is attuned to the frequency of your intention. And now you can let that enter your heart space, into the blood, and now it's feeding you on a cellular level. Your body is now completely attuned to the frequency of your intention. So when we go to the space where now we're going to move into action of our intention, our body will lead the way. So if we are in the space where we're looking for information, we tune into the body first, because when we activate the body to hold the frequency of the intelligence, 
of our intention, it starts to awaken the DNA to release frequency patterns into the body so that we are in complete alignment with our own divine technology in order to create whatever it is that we want to create. This is how we receive information outside of our programming. And it takes practice. Just because we attune our bodies to all of this doesn't mean that we're just going to start thinking through our, our level one, level two, or level three intuitive power. But what we have done is we've given the body a huge advantage of knowing what it feels like to be in the frequency of our intention or to not be so that we can tune back in to what it is that we're feeling in this moment. And if we are choosing to move through information or getting hits and moving forward with that information, we always want to bring it into alignment of the feeling that we're having right now. In the beginning, as we receive information through abstract frequency, a lot of times we will have the sensation of feeling our way there in the beginning. And one of the easiest ways to feel is I'm either in this or I'm not. And we always want to just continue to attune back into the frequency of our intention. And your body knows this frequency right now. I also have moments where I'll even say, my body knows what it feels like to be in the frequency of my intention. And I'll focus on that over what my mind is saying. And that allows me to know the frequency more and more so that when I start to actually take action steps or make big choices in order to bring that intention into form, I'm doing it from the frequency of my intention itself. So how can we <laughs> use abstract frequency in order to amplify our intuitive powers? It's the ability to have the awareness of whether or not we're in the frequency of our intention or what it is that we're in creation of, and then be aware of when we're not. Because when we're not is when we'll go into programming. And when we are is when we have the ability to receive higher perspective or higher intelligence in order to create choices. Even if in the beginning, you feel as though your choices are still coming from your programming, if you're making those choices from the frequency of our intention in the way that we just did, most likely it's going to start to bring you into these elevated states where you're able to receive information outside of your programming. And that's just part of the practice. It's not about doubting where you're making your decisions from. It's about being in the awareness of before the decisions actually even made. There's a big difference because if the decision is made from this frequency and you are fully aware of where you're making the decision from, when the doubt comes in, you know that the programming is coming in to interfere the intention. Because when we make a decision from this frequency, it is always correct. So that also becomes the practice. All right. Well, I think that's it. So I'm going to open it up to discussion here. Let me go into gallery view. And you can either raise your hand or just unmute. Ashara, did you? Oh, I thought you just unmuted. You're like, no, I don't want to talk. <laughs> 
Does anybody have a reflection or a question? Shannon. It's a beautiful way of, just like you said, of unhooking from tracing from that primal response that we do immediately. So it's so nice to tune into these frequency vibrations um, because I see how it's just going to super unplug from that over time. I love it. And that is a good point is that this is a practice. It's not that you just do it once and then all of a sudden you're plugged in and you're living outside primal, primal response. It's the awareness. And these are just other tools of how to do that. And what was cool too, one other reflection, when you were taking us through the organic system of the body, I was feeling it before you said it. So <laughs> that was just kind of fun to just allow it to move and then you talk through it. So fun stuff. <laughs> I love that. And thank you for that reflection of just having the same experience. Uh, I think that that's just that oneness piece where we all kind of will start to have the same experiences. So it's really fun when we get to share them. Thank you, Shannon. Jennifer. Hi. Yeah, that was really great. And I could really feel the, I, I could feel the pressure in my brain when we were doing the soft intention, but what I'm still looking for a little clarity on is more of like a, like a real life example when it, when it's with other people. Um, so obviously I'm one of those empaths that it was, it was encouraged to reflect back to the, the experiences as I was growing up. And if you didn't, you got in trouble. So I'm one of those people that goes into the room or I used to be, and I would, I look for the lowest frequency and I was doing that until I met you. And <clears throat> so I catch myself doing it now immediately. And it is that I'm noticing it is that survival, keeping myself safe. I, I get it. So when I don't, when I'm pulling myself out of that now and I drop into my heart and I, what I've been doing is asking for the highest frequency of my divine design, divine design to be reflected in my reality. Obviously it's not going to happen immediately. I know this, but is that, is it that simple? Is that all you do? And then you just surrender. Is it that simple? Where you're making it not simple is that, so when you're going into the expression of your divine, take a moment to notice the difference between where you were by, you know, I call them bottom feeding when we go and look for the lowest frequency. So once you're done bottom feeding and you move it back into expression of your divine, notice the shift in frequency so that you are then, okay, so this is the frequency I was picking up on. This is the frequency that I'm feeling through my divine and notice it, like almost name it, say, okay, I identify myself in this frequency because I would rather you identify in a frequency than anything else. But, and by noticing the shift, you're, you are identifying as the frequency. And so then when you move it into the expression of that, you're very conscious of what that feels like in that moment. So then as you continue to hang out in the room, you know, the two different frequencies that you most likely are going to be picking up on, it's either going to be yours 
or it's going to be the one that you bottom fed because you've already identified the lowest frequency in the room. Then you use it as conscious awareness because most likely you're probably going to, until you master holding your own frequency in the environment, move back into the frequency of that lower frequency, because that's what mirror neurons do is they keep you safe by doing that. But because we're conscious evolved beings, now we have the choice of whether or what we need to do that, but it does take practice, Jennifer. And so, yes, it is a tuning back to your home frequency, being in the awareness of what that feels like. And then as, and then practicing it as you're speaking to people, am I holding this frequency and having the awareness of when they start speaking and you lower your frequency to meet what they're saying. Get super sensitive to when you're doing it gives you the ability to move back into that divine frequency because that's really what it's about. It's the ability to hold your divine frequency no matter what's going on around you. And then noticing what little vibrations can come in. Let's say that the person starts talking about, um, like, I don't want to necessarily say something negative or let's just say they start, you're starting to negotiate on a contract. Like I know that you're a realtor and there's some sort of negotiation going on and notice when you want to lower your frequency to match them in order to get what you want, or are you staying in your power in that space of the divine, no matter what, and inviting them into that experience versus the other way around and, and letting you can continue to negotiate the contract, but it's being negotiated through the divine frequency. Do you see the difference of how easy it can be to meet the frequency of the other person? And that's why we practice and we notice when we do it. And I think it's, it's perhaps not a, you know, quickly catching myself when I'm looking around the room knowing that I'm not going to do that anymore. And then really wanting, maybe not fully knowing how to get into my home frequency yet, because I you know what it's like when I'm alone or I'm in these spaces, but being in a group and I'm not doing that behavior anymore, but I just don't think I know what the next behavior, I don't know what that feels like because I'm too busy going, no, don't do that. <laughs> you know? So I know what not to do, but I'm still trying to understand what that feels like or what that. It sounds like when you're on, when you are by yourself, try creating more of an identity around how you're thinking and how you're feeling when you're in your home frequency. So that when you're, when you have reflection in that, you already know who you are in that space, because when you're by yourself, you don't really think about reflection of the frequency that you're in, but you can do that for yourself by being attuned to even my own thoughts. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? And then being able to shift into your home frequency and have the experience from there. It's really self-discovery. I mean, you guys have heard me say that knowing yourself is the most powerful boundary you'll ever have because to know what your home frequency is allows you to use every other frequency as information and that's it. So really practicing learning your home frequency is where I would put you now is just get to know that frequency, get to know how that frequency allows you to think 
what information comes in from that space, what perspective that you have on life, the choices that you're making when you're in that place, what it feels like in your heart when you're acting from that place. And the more that you're aware of what that is, the stronger it'll get and the the easier it'll be to know when you're not there. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. Okay, I don't know who had their hand up next, but we'll go with Ashara since I called on you earlier. Okay, I think I was last, but I'm my way first. Um, so I can bring in the frequency of my intention really easily, but I'm a little, could you go over, just clarify the thing about taking the step and making the choice around it? Yes. So if you're in that frequency, and I'm assuming you're talking about making an action, taking an action step. Yeah. So when you're in that frequency noticing it, once you're making the choice to take an action step, if you're still in that frequency, because if the frequency is still strong when you've chosen it, then it's coming from the frequency. But if you're lowering your frequency and you're actually identifying and trying to create the outcome by trying, then you'll notice that frequency drops. So that's how you can use the frequency of your intention in its purest form to know whether or not you're actually creating through that frequency or if you're creating through your programming. Does that help? It really helps a lot because I've got a big decision to make. So I'm like, I'm really grateful for that. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Eileen. Hi. Um, I have, I, I just have a share. Um, as I come out of, we came out of that class this weekend, the, the retreat. Um, in this expression, what, what happened yesterday is I was reflecting on my, my intention um, of I am in divine clarity and choose divine action no matter what. And so I woke up that yesterday morning and I sent a loving message to my husband and heard nothing. And so I kept connecting to that intention. And, but I got hooked on a story and a program. And then I found, I could feel as an empath, feel my frequency lowering And so right before he came home, I went into a meditation and I had done an Evo star uh, practice and found that part of my thing has something to do with, uh, I don't know, uh, I guess something that brought me into my realization of just do a meditation and it was compassion I worked on. And when he walked in, I said, playfully did you get my tax and he goes yeah I sent you one back right away and what happened was I had hooked into something else did the meditation and what matched that frequency of that clarity and divine action was was a higher frequency when he came back and said oh I didn't send it (laughs) I started laughing at myself said oh okay and it it was I felt that it was in a higher frequency than I even began with and um I just want to say thank you so what a 
And I'm looking back and saying, how many times have I done that? (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Uh, It's so sweet. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) So sweet. All right, Patricia. So um, love that share, Eileen. That that was awesome. And I had a similar experience yesterday um, too um, along those lines. And I did the same. I was like, how many times in the past have I done that? Not even questioning, you know, like just, yeah. So anyway, thank you for that share. Um, so, wow. Um, I wanted to tell you, Jules, mine is kind of just a share too, is like after the retreat and then today, it's like I have felt so, for so many years in all the work that I've done that I was like a fish flailing in the water. Like I was like, you know, asking and asking, you know, like for how, how to do this and how, you know, and it was like during the retreat and today um, in your explanation, it was like it, everything's just coming together and I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful because I feel so like, um, you just like, like how you keep doing this. That's how it feels. It's like, you know, all the years, all the stuff, all the everything, you know, it's like, here it is, you know. And, and of course, I, I understand and totally grateful for, you know, everything that I have done and learned and to get me to this place where I'm just like drinking it in, you know, like, like, yes, 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 yes. You know, so anyway, I just want to say thank you. Uh, thank you for that, Patricia. And that is what we hope that everybody feels when they come in are connected to the community, because that is the part that is missing is that kind of how to in the level that is being taught here. So thank you for that reflection. Oh, thank you. Jennifer. So I took my dog for a hike out in the woods this morning and it's just beautiful up where I was at. I was like so happy to be there. And um, I was practicing staying in reflection and like, it's like, where do I end and where do the trees start? And I was just having like, having fun playing with it. And all of a sudden Rye was, my dog was terrified, like trying to run away. And I hadn't even like been aware that this man was there and she was about to slip her collar mm-hmm. and it's like down a big ravine. So I was scared. And then um, started to encounter somebody else. And it was the same reaction from her. I was like having to grab her fur and like try to keep her from getting away. Um, and then there was one more person. I'm like, okay, I just have to get out of the woods. Like, I can't, I can't do this. Like I have to get out of here <laughs> and then trying to get back out. Then there's more people. And I had the awareness, like, okay, <laughs> I need to change how I feel and, and how I'm being an expression because like getting out of the woods getting out of the woods and getting out of the environment that I am isn't going to shift this. Like this is a moment for me to practice like what I've learned. So we just stopped and um, I started going to an, to expression and going back to that place of the awareness of, of everything around me and just letting it, the hooks and triggers and programs and stuff just like melt off of me and uh, rice settled and was just like snipping and stuff And then we were able to get on our trail and head back towards the car. I didn't continue with our walk, but we were continuing out and we're passing people and they're like, Oh, what a beautiful German shepherd. And like, she's happy to see people. And, um, it was just such a gift to be able to go from this, like, 
I mean, I was having a, a wonderful experience of feeling panic to be able to shift my experience in moments and the awareness that it was all within me, that I, that I didn't have to get out of that environment that I was in, that there was nothing wrong. Um, and I could shift what was happening and, you know, support my dog <laughs> and, and continue to have a great walk. So um, it wasn't a room full of people or people like, you know, Jennifer was asking about, but it did change, you know, the last mile and a half that I was walking. So just wanted to share my experience today. Thank you for sharing that, Jennifer. It's so, it shows you how powerful being an expression can actually be. And especially with our animals, because they will immediately pick up on what we're feeling and they are probably, I don't know, maybe our kids, I'll say our kids are the first most powerful reflection, but our animals are always right there reflecting back to us what we're, what we're holding. So that's a beautiful story. Thank you so much for sharing, Jennifer. All right. Well, we are about at the end of our time. So before we uh, stop recording here, I just want to send lots of love to everyone that's here with us live. And then for those of you that are listening to this, either through the podcast or the YouTube channel, and we just want to invite you to go to activateevolution.com to see more ways to play and other interactive shows that you can be a part of. And thank you everyone for participating and creating this beautiful divine reflection. And we will send you off to live at your highest potential. Are you ready to take the next step into infinite possibilities? We invite you to discover more ways to play at activateevolution.com.